0: Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts
1: Sean and Max. Hey, thank you, thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Thank you. So, as we all know, Shatner went to space, huh?
2: Big whoop. I mean, awesome, right? So excited, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited.
1: I don't think Captain Kirk going to space is going to change anyone's life. That's true. He has gone. Except his, except his, yeah, already. He was really uh, choked up about it. Did you guys see the interviews afterwards? I
0: did not. Did not. Uh, I just actually made the connection. Like, obviously, we know he's on Star Trek, but the whole going to space thing. I just realized like how big that would be for him. Right. Yeah, that's that's really cool. He passed. The... He acted like he was there for so long in his life, and then actually went there. Mm-hmm. Have I learned this yet? The not the Kremlin line.
1: <laughs> Carmen. Carmen. The oh, Carmen yes. line.
2: Okay, I'm getting close to it.
1: Yes.
0: yes. Think about it. that's where Carmen San Diego is. Carmen San Diego. That's, that's where she how is right yeah, now. That's how you'll remember
2: it. Well, I'll, I'll, the Carmen line. Okay, never mind. Carmen was, is in San Diego.
1: Okay. I was listening to a morning show talk about this, and they were talking about the Carmen line, and you know they're trying to make sense of it and this and that. And I was like, Ah, we've already already traded this material. <laughs> like, they, don't know much about they probably Kerman
0: sounded lines. like noobs.
1: Oh yeah, and they're like, I think I don't I don't think everybody agrees on that. Like, You're right; it is hotly disputed amongst countries. And you guys probably still call it Kremlin lines. That's right. <laughs> so the reason I bring it up now is, um, you know, Shatner. He, he broke into tears talking about his experience after the flight and everything. And it was really emotional and important for him and all that. Yeah. And there's a video out there of him talking to Bezos after the flight, just him and Bezos. And then behind Bezos is some of the other people that were in the flight and other people with champagne bottles and whatnot. And woo, you know, celebration and Shatner sitting there uh, telling Bezos like all his thoughts about the flight and like I just I didn't expect to to do this and you know the 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 the, the g-forces and you know he's taking his Shatner breaks uh-huh. his pauses where he oh. Oh, the way. pauses for yeah. a long time okay <laughs> yeah On way. and while he's telling the story Bezos is kind of like looking around and the celebration behind him is happening and he's like could he I, just, like, checks out of the Shatner story. not give a
2: shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. And straight
1: up, like, turns to the people behind him and is like, hey, let me see one of those champagne bottles. And, and Shatner, like, just, like, quiets down, and wow. Bezos like pops oh, the champagne, man. starts spraying people, and Shatner takes a step back. He's and like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, it was total disrespect. Oh, man.
2: Old man crying is always sad to see for some reason. Old, old man, like wrinkly face, all cry. You're always like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Whatever <laughs> happened,
1: stop. I know, you're supposed to be hardened.
2: I know, right? Why are you weeping? Some shit must have gone down. So, know. yeah,
1: if you're so inclined to see uh, Shatner get snubbed, Check that out online. It's pretty interesting. Wow. How much money
2: do you have to make before you snub Shatner? I'm right. fucking right. I think if I, let's say I've had like two million in the bag, I'd be like, no, Shatner, tell me everything. Maybe but like, what, five bill? I'm like, hold on, Shatner, I need to get wasted first. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, what? Tell me shit.
1: It also depends on your experiences and your interests. Like Shatner for us, I'd sit there and listen to everything. That's true. No matter how much money I had. That's now, true. Now, if it was like some NBA star or sports star that I just don't give a shit about, like You know, I'd probably check out after a while.
2: Uh, Yeah, exactly. I don't know anything about sports. Yeah, exactly. All
1: right. Well, changing gears here, I want to ask you guys, what's your perfect wake-up call look like? I can tell you mine to get the juices flowing. Okay. So mine looks something like this. I would be asleep in bed, and then my nostrils would be tickled by the smell of bacon and eggs. And that would get okay. me going. Mm-hmm. And then swiftly following that smell would be oral sex. And then, you know, like uh, best wake up call ever. Okay. Okay. So do you guys have a, a perfect wake up call for yeah, you? Yeah, same. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had a Everything similar you said one too, good. except like it's dark <laughs> and like, it's, like in a there, dingy
2: area. And I'm not sure who's who's doing the the essing You're waking up I, on a bathroom. Yeah. Floor. And I'm like, should I? And I just let them finish and then they go away? I'm like, oh, I wake up just not sure what happened. Happens every morning. Wait,
0: so you... <laughs> so you, <so> you <laughs> <laughs> I got like it's dark and part of the day's passing. Okay. Why do I sleep
1: here? <laughs> I, I don't know how many... I You know, you were putting it in your house and I was like, I don't know why, when you're ever going to use that, but that glory I, hole, I guess, no, really came in handy. I put the handy.
2: holes in to let air in. It gets really hot back there. Uh, and then
1: it just... Somehow the word got out. It just happens. <laughs> just <laughs> well, a Canadian woman got a wake-up call that I'm sure was less than ideal for her. oh no. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, a meteor crashed through her Shit. roof and woke her up.
2: Wow. Right. Yeah. I heard about this too. Like basically, like right next to her where she was sleeping, like on the pillow.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, she says she was first woken up by her dog barking in the house, so she was kind of awake there, and then all of a sudden. Boom! Big explosion, and her face is covered in debris. Oh jeez. Oh my god. Right? Jesus. Sounds like the perfect morning to me. For sure. Oh. Eventful for sure.
2: That is the shittiest part, is waking up to that. I guess if you're already awake, it's still scary, but like waking up to like, what the fuck?
1: Right. Uh, so her name was Ruth Hamilton, she's from Canada. And uh What is it? She says um, the next thing was just a huge explosion, debris all over my face. And after turning on the lights, she realized something had punched a hole in her ceiling.
2: So it was a huge explosion, debris on face.
1: Right? Well, that's what I was saying. It sounds like a perfect morning. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I'm doing? I do. I do. I do Uh, see the fingers over there. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So she called 911. And while talking to the operator, she flipped a few pillows over and discovered a meteorite in her bed that landed inches away from her face. I wonder if it was hot, if she
2: touched the it. Never, I never Ooh. read anything about any temperatures.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I imagine you're changing they- your whole bedspread after that.
2: Well, pff, I <laughs> probably once, maybe. <laughs> depends on grungy. This, How many casts does she have? Right. <laughs> Two? No, she's fine. she'll change it if there's like five or more. Maybe the next day.
1: So my my story here says it was uh, melon sized, but you you heard differently, Max. I my article said fist size.
2: Okay, and this is Canadian fists and Canadian maybe, melons. Yeah, so. so I don't know. Maybe Canadian fists are way big, or <laughs> Canadian melons are very small, or some combination of the two.
1: <laughs> right. So initially they thought it could be debris from canyon construction project that was happening nearby.
2: Yeah, that's. I thought I thought that was funny too. When the police came to investigate, they the first thing they think of is explosion. I mean, I guess I don't know what I would think of either, but that's a good thing to think of.
1: I mean, yeah. That was smart. Like, you know, uh, Occam's razor, draw the draw the uh, simplest explanation, and mm-hmm. they were using uh, explosives to carve out a canyon, and um, so they contacted the construction crew, and they confirmed that they did not use any explosives that day, so it wasn't them, but they did see a bright flash in the sky, and uh, followed by a big Boom. I thought that was suspect when I read that part too.
2: Oh, yeah. Why is that? Oh, no, we didn't blow anything up, but we, we also independently totally <laughs> saw it happen. We're the only wit, like the only witness to this thing besides this lady who they obviously paid off, uh, <laughs> was, are these people. They just happened to not blow up stuff that day. You just happened to not blow up stuff.
1: Well, I mean, and then you-, <laughs> you see
2: all of a sudden some little thing in the sky. Oh, we happen to see a rare meteorite just kind of, a- oh, by the way, by the way, cops, totally unrelated. <laughs>
1: I didn't know you were an expert on hollowing out canyons. I had no idea.
2: Just a little sus. Like, if you call about one thing, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, it wasn't us. But hey, here's the answer, too, by the way. It's <laughs> so like, oh, where, where'd all this toxic fumes come from? Oh, it wasn't us. By the way, there definitely was a, a truck of dead bodies floating by earlier. <laughs> Maybe it could have been, I don't
1: know. Like, Yeah, right. So experts at Western University in London, Ontario. Hi, there's a London, Ontario? Oh, look at that. Canada, Canada has a bunch of stuff. They have a London? I guess so. Wow. I mean, we have a Baghdad, so. Is that where
0: London is? Uh,
1: Yeah. Canadians Uh, and English
2: people people sound the same. We we all know it.
1: A boot? (laughs) All right, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) It's the boot of your car or saying
2: about Canada. It's the same.
1: The experts at Western University in London, Ontario, confirmed that the rock (laughs) was indeed a meteorite. So it's been confirmed. It's not just some piece of the canyon that these guys uh, tried to cover up. There's science behind the shit. There is. Uh, I thought this was fun. Ruth Ruth walked away from the experience, stating, uh, live fast and leave a pretty corpse.
2: That's what she said. These articles are... She probably said a lot of things then, because I have a quote from her too. No, she didn't actually say that part. Oh,
1: oh, she didn't say that? No. Oh. Yeah, she's also starting a rock band called Meteor Heads. Shut <laughs> up. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. She almost became a Quiet, meteor she, head. I was thinking about that. <laughs>
2: Actually, I do have a Ruth quote from her. Did you have any? Oh, okay. Uh, she uh, she said, uh, the only other thing I can uh, think of saying is life is precious and it could be gone at any moment, even when you think you're safe and secure in your bed. Right? Ooh. Scary.
1: <laughs> and she also said her grandchildren think it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it kind of is and i It is I, I think she gave cool. the rock away right to some university or something To the,
2: the physics department in western university But she said she would like to keep the rock Once the researchers investigation is done Yeah good luck with that I know right Like, if you want to keep it don't give it to them They've, <laughs> seen, they've seen a million of the motherfuckers like, <laughs> right. right
1: I think they're trying to determine if it's from um, The asteroid belt mm.
2: Right Maybe it's like a symbiote or something <laughs> exactly and this uh, did, it talk, did your article talk about the other case of someone being close to a meteorite how kind of rare it is it did not well it's obviously really rare I feel like we've talked about it in the, in the past show
1: oh the ads the odds are astronomical yeah and I think people have been hit by them before but yeah. that's like it's 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 like winning the lottery and getting struck by lightning in the same day yeah like. No, it's
2: insane. It's insane. And so this article mentioned one that happened in uh, November 30th, 1954, to um, a lady named Ann Hodgins. and she was also asleep in her home. And um, this one was the size of a softball that came in and weighed 8.5 pounds. Wow. Versus the one that we were talking about was fist size, and they said it was like 2.5 pounds.
0: Oh, okay. What
2: I read. Um, but still these are all huge fucking things like oh my god <laughs> like I don't know what that is. especially the speed it has to come in like it's a well, exactly. there's a picture of a hole in her damn ceiling like it's it's insane like it really is insane but of uh, that one the one I'm talking about the one in uh, 1954 um it's it uh struck her leg after rebounding off a radio console so it hit her kind of like
1: okay ricochet. Well that's good spilled off some force that's the picture I into had, the here. uh into the radio console and then
2: I, it does not this picture look like bullshit, though? Too like it breaks. I don't know like I'm looking at. Well, like hole? this is this is the hole in theory through the roof, and then it, there it is, all nestled on the bed. Like I guess maybe it.
1: It's probably a recreation. <sighs> yeah,
0: because she she was sleeping. Right, this would have killed her if this is how it happened. She said she was next to her.
2: No,
1: it thing. landed inches away. I assume the yeah, dog her jostled her awake. To where maybe she sat up or oh, okay.
2: moved. Because, yeah, the article did say like where her head was earlier. But I'm like, what well, if her head was earlier? Why don't I don't understand how exactly? Okay.
1: Exactly. I think, yeah, read between the lines on that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I have for her. But uh, I just, I mean, she's so lucky and unlucky at the same time. I love yeah. that. I mean, I would kill to have a meteorite land near me. That'd yeah, be Yeah, near awesome. me. That'd be cool. He, yes. Yes. <laughs> Not try Not to kill quite anybody. that near
2: though. It would be maybe like ten feet. Oh that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How big? Not like Armageddon one.
1: Well, like a, I one, wouldn't mind a that too because then it would be uh, it'd be it, a show for like you know a split second. <laughs> you'd have a good time for like a split second. <sharp> then you wouldn't know any better, and you know you're gone. You'd have just as good a time away from it. By the way, you'd have just as good to the show. I always think about that too. If like if you see a nuke go off in the distance, you just run toward it. Well, <laughs> it's just like, uh, well, I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and watch this. Like, I guess that's true. <laughs> if like, I'm you, in traffic, what like, are you
2: gonna do? Right, outrun it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Call it to the void. <laughs> well, I had a story I thought was really cool. I said it was about antlers, but I kind of lied. It's about an elk. Okay. Yeah, okay, good. I keep fearing you don't know anything. <laughs> you know shit about it, but you don't. Yay. Okay. So, so for two years in um, Colorado, there was an elk seen around uh, this town, basically, um, that had a tire around its neck.
1: Okay. And they've For
2: two years. It's been like this they've been reported seeing it type of deal. Okay, question. Question.
1: Um so I know a deer, I know this the size of like an American deer, but an elk is that significantly bigger than a deer? Um like I don't know. Right, much it's probably about a bit beefier. Deer or elk
2: or anything like that. So I'm gonna say they're the same, maybe bigger. I'm not quite sure, but I'm showing a video to the guys. This is like taking over like I said, two years, there's footage of this elk and the the rangers, they actually released this footage because they wanted people to report seeing the elk because it was traveling between towns. So it was like, in my mind, it's like a rare Pokemon.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too. Like, this guy's wearing jewelry or all the elk ladies, like, fucking this guy. That's I like. why I, I got a whole bunch of stupid jokes about it. I mean, not <laughs> even jokes, I just like wrote my like, <laughs> back to neck. <laughs> like,
2: I know, I was thinking the same shit. Like, this is insane. So so the story is that for two years, this and wear the tire thing as, I think, protection maybe from other predators. Who knows?
1: As I say, there's nothing – no no. Uh, cats can get at his neck like that. No dogs can. Like, right?
2: It's kind of armor, I thought. A little bit. Uh, I thought it was pretty pimpin'. So, anyway, they, they finally got him to take it off, but it was a whole procedure, so I'll talk about it more. And it's a
1: him because we can see the antlers there, and so it's yes. a whole mystery on how he actually got it around his head, correct, too. Correct, correct,
2: So, like I said, for two years, this elk was, had the tire around his neck, um – Oh, yeah. I wrote this as travesty, strong neck, neck protect, live, long live tire neck. The neck has spoken, respect the neck, don't knock the neck. I think these are like political slogans for him, possibly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When he's running for office. Oh, yeah.
2: Retire the tire takers. (laughs) Retire the tire takers. That was a funny one. Okay. So anyway, so, so the damn, so the wild left people from 2019, they, um, they were, they're tracking him and, um, when they first like uh, basically found them, they're like they didn't really expect to be able to get their hands on them because I guess basically the further they are from c- civilization, just the wilder they are, mm. and um and so they they finally found them and um it took them four attempts to actually tranquilize them over like a week or something because it's really hard to just like, tranquilize elk evidently because huh. they're talking about how it's like a short range thing. One oh, second. you got to get close to him. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah, really quick. I, if it was a Pokemon, I had a, I choose you, Tyre Moose. Use deadly antler burnout.
1: Nice. Nice. <laughs> Incorporated
2: the. <laughs> I like on. it. Thank you. And then I was like, that needs to be an anime, bro. Like, right? Like, Tyre Moose. Tyre. I don't know. That's all, that's all I have. But maybe you guys could help me out with that. Get some cool anime picks or something.
1: Tyre Moose is arch enemy or friend. Um, Six pack bird
2: bird ooh,
1: or like something's caught in like a, a six-pack of those plastic things like, yeah like a fishing net seal there you know. go oh i
2: like that fishing line it's like a political thing No, and i was getting all like nah. captain planet save the, the tire moose okay god this is stupid we're stupid okay anyway back on the rails here so they tranquilize it. it's a 600 pound uh moose and it's four years old and uh like i was saying before tranquilizing i guess is like a short it's a relatively short-range tool, and given the number of elk he was always moving with, uh, you really had—they said they really had to have factors go in their favor before they could actually tranquilize this thing. So um, they did tranquilize it, and they had to remove the antlers to get it off the tire out of off the, its neck.
1: Oh, bummer, dude! That is a bummer. Because, I mean, they spend their whole life growing those, and the whole reason they have them, I'm sure, is a sign of fertility. Um, I think they grow back. Fertility I mean. or like... Uh, you yeah, it's know, it's like a I'm dick
2: measuring thinking. contest, probably. Yeah, like, yeah, They cut his dick off, I'm sure. But I think
1: I think his dick grows back <laughs>
2: in this scenario. I think. I don't know much again about they elk. They pee out of their foreheads. This is not better than most elks, so I'm not quite sure about elks. I know there's a reason reindeer are on Santas. He doesn't use elk for a reason.
1: Pretty sure they don't have cloacas.
2: They're the devil, and they don't have cloacas, so fuck them. <laughs> but um, why didn't they cut the tire? They said they weren't able to cut the the steel in the bead of the tire, yeah. and so they would have preferred to cut the tire, but they
1: couldn't. That is so stupid. <laughs> all <laughs> why tires, is that? all tires have like a steel rim in them, like a woven steel rim, uh-huh. and like you know this going in, and you tried four fucking times. Like you're not gonna do research on the tire uh-huh. to like to be prepared to cut that's that thing? What the, that is that's so that's what the, dumb. the rangers
2: not their mechanics man and <laughs> they said the situation the situation was dynamic and we just had to get the tire off in any way possible even though they said it was shranked. Like, shouldn't it be like like the are, are, are all the other elves are like, What do you do it?
1: Long live neck attack. That upsets me. These <laughs> rangers like show up with a pocket knife and a pair of scissors, like, all right, let's do this. I,
2: like, well, come on, guys. I know, they cut his antlers off and They instead. cut his antlers off. I thought I was kinda of bummed at that too. I didn't and I at the, at the time I was like, Oh, I guess they just couldn't do it, but you're
1: I mean get e- some snippets. Get e- some snippets equate it to like a ZZ top beard that you're growing for. 10, 15 years or some shit, and you got, you just had this gnarly, awesome beard, Mm. feet long, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know, (laughs) we need to. When you take your shoes off There's a mouse and just yeah, gonna... <laughs> and then they cut it off instead. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like the mouse trap. <laughs> take all the time you need to disassemble the mouse trap. He's don't touch my anyway, beard. Anyway, but
2: I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel just... bad for the moose. That
1: sucks. <laughs> I think it'll. Grow, well, yeah, I'll be curious. They do grow statistics. Oh, okay, good. Like Thank you drop. so yeah. much. Yeah, they grow back. It'll be. It good said it's
0: actually normal. F- normal for them to drop their sets and regrow. I them. thought because don't they get all felty too? I thought.
1: I thought that was like a shedding of skin, but like no, they just drop. They drop the antlers too. Oh, okay
2: i thought because i think i think now okay is, again, i don't know shit about it but like don't they get all felty too and then you see him like s- smashing against trees and the old yeah. bloody and weird skins mm-hmm. falling off and it's scary as fuck but it's, it's totally it's scary that's why I fucking santa
1: all right i rescind shit. my comments
2: so anyway so they got it they they cut his dick off and uh, <laughs> i mean his antlers and you know he's good he's good oh yeah but and also when they tranked him they said he was back on his feet within a matter of minutes after they administered a tranquilizer reversal
1: smelling salts they have those i thought the, the, did you guys know
0: that
2: i mean I, I always hear you shoot them and then it's like yeah i'll sleep that off for eight hours <laughs> i never hear like oh let's oh, shoot back up now go on little buddy doesn't that seem fucking it pull it completely knocks you out to the point of like you know you can't do anything and then it's like oh
0: i'm back okay yeah
2: i don't know not in seconds i guess <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, you know what now now i what you said yeah, fuck this tranquilizer reversal bullshit. It was just like, knock him out, knock him out. He's coming, he's getting away. Just, just, just cut the antlers off. Fuck it. <laughs> he tried our best, but uh, yeah, dude, that elk was a pimp, and I'm I'm sad too that he lost the tire. Oh yeah, because they mentioned like it, it wasn't like an emergency, so they didn't send a team out to get him because uh-huh. uh, obviously he could eat and do stuff. Could you it? imagine
1: what the back of his neck looked like? Oh, they said it looked pretty good. Oh, they, really? They said, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I imagined it was all, like, leathered up and everything. They,
2: they also were surprised at the condition of the animal's neck. Like, the hair was rubbed off a little bit, but there was sm- one small open wound, maybe the size of a nickel or a quarter.
1: But other than that, it looked
2: really good. I was actually quite shocked at how good it looked. Like, dude. So, yeah, they don't know how it got on his head. It's either when he was young, didn't have the antlers, or when they shed up or something.
1: Yeah. Huh.
2: But that is the story of the shiny... Tire moose, which will be in the <laughs> Tire moose attacks with deadly antler burnout. All
1: right, I got something a little... Uh, it's not in my wheelhouse. I think it's more Max's wheelhouse because it's a Guinness record.
2: Oh, well, I was saying, I don't have wheelhouses, but then you said that.
1: <laughs> Bitch. That is your what wheelhouse. You about? Yeah? What no, you so got? I got a stupid tiny uh, Guinness record here that I thought was worthy of praise. Okay. So the... Record setter's name is Matt Ellis, and he comes from Saint Newot, Cambridge Cambridgeshire, England. Newat's, Niaalat's. Ah, Matt, Matt Ellis, and he set a new record for the most pubs visited in twelve hours. Oh, Shit. Mm. We... Uh, hmm. Right. Okay. So here, let me give you let me most give you some specifics here. Twelve hours. Here. Okay. Uh, he had to drink four point two ounces of any beverage at each bar. That's so, nothing. Yeah, that's a little like over a water third bottle, kind of? of a beer. Okay. So it's really not much. And the fact that they said any beverage, I was like, oh, well, any beverage. like Yeah. You so know, you have water? Yeah. Grade. It's got to be, you know. And it's
0: a record, so he was going for speed, I'm assuming. Yeah, right. Not, getting not, in there,
1: drinking, getting yeah. out. Probably do like a couple
0: Red Bulls at <laughs> the beginning
2: and
1: then <laughs> yeah.
0: water, water, water. So
1: hmm. how many bars do you think he visited in 12 hours? In New England, said. 100. In England. In England. 100. Oh. <laughs> okay. Not the New England, the old England. Okay. Um,
2: you said 100? Oh, yeah. Cause it, it probably is going to be something like that. Like, because there's a lot of bars or pubs, I should say, there. I'm going to say 125.
1: 125. All right. You're both wrong. Okay. You're both way too high by about 50 bars. So,
0: that's not bad, though. Because
1: Very this cool. was a new record. That I'm had sure not been set that. before. Guinness set the bar at fifty bars in twelve hours. Oh,
2: set the bar at fifty. Okay, I'm 50 at fifty some. pubs okay, yeah. <laughs> in twelve hours.
1: Okay. Um, so he tapped out at fifty-one bars in eight hours and fifty-seven minutes.
2: At fifty-one bars, he tapped out at eight minutes. I mean, eight hours.
1: Uh, nine hours, roughly. Roughly, okay. Yeah.
2: So he must have gotten drunk then. So you did just kind
1: of like... I assume so, because I did the math, and it's about 18 I was just beers. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about 18 beers if they're all alcoholic drinks. Okay. But still, like, that many ounces of liquid in you is still a challenge, and, you yeah, know, that's tough, but, I mean, you're at nine hours, and if you're not drunk, why not just, you know...
2: Keep going. Yeah. You want to set that, because, yeah, you're already doing it. At that point, you're just going to keep on going, so... They want to set that bar high, or that pub high, so no one wants to fucking
1: attempt it. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. mmm Eighteen beers in nine hours—I don't think I could do it. It's just
0: too much moving around for me.
1: Yeah, if it was all alcoholic beverages, yeah,
0: that would be a lot. (laughs) You know, like is he getting in a car and then driving, getting out? I don't know. If yeah, if you do,
2: if you're allowed other beverages, then that's sure. But yeah, that kind of does defeat a little bit of the point and the legendariness of it. Yeah, Uh, my pappy went to 100 bars pubs before he died that very day.
1: Like Wade Boggs. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, that's all I got on that one. Thank you for letting me share my stupid tiny story for sure for sure. Well, I was reading this uh
2: article about possi- a possibility about like uh evolutionary reason why men and women like different temperatures.
1: ooh, okay I assumed uh women were cold blooded but hit me. <laughs> That is it. Who hurt you? That's actually it. (laughs) Right here. Who hurt you? The University of uh, (laughs) Miami says
2: lizard DNA in all women. Okay. Uh, No. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right. So, no. So these researchers they concluded that this phenomenon is not uh, unique to humans. Even this uh, basically, men seem to like cooler places, and women seem to like warmer,
1: hotter places. Right. I mean, and generalizations. Yeah. That's the big sitcom joke. Is yeah. I like it hot. I like it cold. Exactly. That
2: seems so. This is also seen in uh, endotherms or birds and mammals also seem to prefer this as well. Men seem to like the cooler areas and the females seem to like the hard ones. Okay.
1: And they think they have an explanation for this.
2: Well, that's kind of, well, basically that is the explanation, but we'll go into it more into it. But yeah, basically it's like, it's all about kids. It's all about kids and baby makers. Kind of, basically, yeah. is that, and also, also, kind of in a weird way, it's almost like psychologically better too, because they're like they're saying this, it almost like forces the 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 animals apart type of deal for oh, a little bit. Interesting, which I never thought about before, right? So, so yeah, so they they propose that males and females feel temperatures differently. They feel feel temperatures differently, too. So that's okay. the important part too. So it's a built-in evolutionary difference between the heat sensing systems of the two sexes. And among other things, it's because of reproduction processes and caring for offspring. And so they, they, they studied birds and bats. So yeah, the reason they were studying uh, bats and birds for this study is because um, the fact that they fly and therefore they're highly mobile. And the researchers hmm. hypothesized that the spatial separation between the sexes would be particularly clear. So basically they could just – it would be obvious like the males are here, the females are there, and they get a lot of data because they're just flying around all the time versus like Roger. studying like ground animals or something like that. And so like like a bat researcher, he had noted in one of his uh, journals that uh, during the breeding season, males and females tend to segregate with the males inhabiting cooler areas. And then uh, also in, in migratory bird species, males uh, spend the winter in colder areas than females. And then um, – also, and it said, many mammals, uh, the males prefer shade, whereas the females prefer sunlight, and, or the males ascend to the peaks of mountains while the females remain in the valleys.
1: Hmm. Well, that is kind of interesting because uh, there is the, I don't want to say theory, but uh, the practice of increasing your sperm count by cooling down your testes. Oh, well, that's true. Right? hmm And then um, just the idea that... Uh, uh, women's baby makers are essentially like incubators and warm and you know all of that mm-hmm. i don't know where i'm going with that yeah but whoa. <laughs> gotta have a flip side to you, the cool sh- testes don't stand <laughs> up right now jesus you weirdo uh <laughs>
2: but like like they're kind of saying they said it in like a roundabout way but it is almost like a psychological like even for humans it could be like a psychological way just to like you know get the fuck away from each other in a weird way like you get away from each other because you you just prefer separate ones and that's almost healthier in a weird way for Damn. a while but um and the, especially back to the to, for the animals because obviously um this you know uh, the the males and females have to compete for the resources right mm-hmm. so like they'll eat the food at the hot places and the males will eat the hot food at the cold places and are fighting for the same ones and then you know, males are assholes in the animal kingdom. They might just right. want to eat a bunch of babies. Like, who doesn't? They look delicious, like, <laughs> when you're out there. And so they're they're gone. And then the, uh, the females, too, uh, they're taking care of the babies, but the babies can't regulate their heat, remember? Mm. So they usually need to be next to their mom. So it's almost like they just naturally like the heat. So it's – all these factors is probably why, like, we are – wired the way we wired like and so they're saying too with humans like uh they've hypothesized that there's a difference between the way uh, females and uh, females and males heat sensing mechanisms which developed over the course of evolution and it's similar to how males and females uh feel difference in pain sensations too
1: mm, okay which, which is also something yeah.
2: they, that's been known and stuff and then it's also possibly the neural mechanisms responsible for the sensation and also possibly uh, hormonal differences between males and females that would be causing these just general preferences toward the heat or the coolness
1: i think i think uh that social aspect of that of keeping the sexes apart during mating season and whatnot because like, like you said most males are assholes and will eat the babies for sure i think that is fascinating it is kind of blew my mind too how like yeah. it, it
2: really is out of some weird level like that one little change, like, oh, you like, he likes it cold. He likes, She likes it hot. Just keep them separated. Yeah, exactly. And they're not going to fuck with each other at all.
1: Nature figured that out. And
2: instantly. I was like, wow, that is kind of a good idea.
1: Right. It is weird. I always love when we hear these stories because there's no necessarily research involved. It's not like they pulled uh, you know, 50 people into a room and gave them tests or whatnot. It's just like, eh, you know, this probably makes the most sense. And yeah. this is why. There you yeah. go. It does kind of like, you sit there and go, it
2: does make a lot of sense. kind of like, mm, not too bad. Right. So, yeah, next time someone's complaining about the heat or the cold, just, just realize what it is and put a blanket on or put a fan on or something. like. Because I am. I'm always hot. I I do prefer, like, the, as cold as it can get, pretty much.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Broomhilda and I have come to a nice homeostasis as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a fan on my side and you know, she's got extra blankets on hers for sure. For sure. So we worked that
2: out for sure. For sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it on that article. They also mentioned that like, you know, they've, they've studied other animals too. And like in different environments, they, uh, they basically say females tend to have more physical contact between themselves. Whereas males maintain more distance and shy away from contact with each other as well. So there could be just like a bunch of just evolutionary reasons why there's, we are the way we are, not just like society Perhaps or something like that, or then it gets back to that question: Did society make us the way we are, or but like society didn't make us hot or cold? Though Nah, so.
1: I think that's my biggest takeaway from this episode: is uh, I can blame all my problems on evolution. Like, sure. It's not my fault; it's just who I am. And, uh, just I can't stop. It's how nature designed me. I just, like, all it cold. I just me. like it cold. Yeah, blame the spaghetti monster. Oh, I think it's about that time. That time again. It's
0: about that time for our game, ladies and gentlemen. So as you know, what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects, then our judge puts a spin on it, and our other two contestants will debate it. I actually have a topic already chosen from a listener that posted on our Twitter. Thank you for that. Oh, no shit. Yes. Nice. So the subject is a meth dealer versus a mafia boss. Ooh. So we'll hear how we spin that when we come back. Scary. And we're back. So before we went to the break, we said what the prompt was for the game, and it is a meth dealer versus a mafia boss. I'm going to give host Max mafia boss. Yes. I'm going to give host Sean meth dealer. Host Max will go first. No. So here's the prompt. Pretty simple. Who would make a better kindergarten teacher? (laughs) A meth dealer or a mafia boss? So the way the game works is host Max goes first. He'll get one minute to say his debate. Host Sean will have a minute to go, and then each will get a 30-second rebuttal. Host Max, your turn, your one-minute turn starts right
2: now. What is a kindergarten teacher but a gang leader, if you will, correct? And so a mafia boss essentially is a gang leader. You have to lead these toddler-like men to do all these stupid-ass crimes and then get their stupid-ass home and fed and make sure everyone has their nappies. And, like, it's pretty much you know that's versus a meth dealer by the way for this question so it already beats us so huh a mafia boss a guy who literally is organized crime who can control all these people all these working parts and get everyone where they need to be on time versus a meth dealer who probably has no teeth
0: 30 seconds
2: blows up his fucking house all the time because of the meth has no money because of the meth and i probably sell the kids for meth how is he getting this meth i bet he's a bad meth dealer He'd sell the kids to get meth and then you deal with meth. He's like, he doesn't even know that a meth dealer, you have to make the meth dummy. (laughs) You just sell the kids and beat the kids, probably. Like, yo, no one disrespects the family. And that family is that kid who got in
0: class. All right. You you don't. Yeah, you get it. (laughs) Okay, host Sean, your one minute turn starts right now.
1: All right. So a meth dealer for sure, because, I mean,. He knows real life. He knows the streets. The mob boss, what does he do? He just sits in his fucking alcove and like tells people what to do. He doesn't do anything. He just he, he doesn't do anything. He just delegates responsibility. When the meth dealer, you know what? Toddlers are basically meth heads. Let's just <laughs> let's just draw that conclusion there. They they're a bunch of just staggering, nonsensical weirdos collecting stupid shit and doing stupid things. So this meth head is used to that, 30 you know, seconds. <laughs> half of his clients are just a bunch of fucking weirdos that show up to his door and mumble things at him. And he, and he can like decipher it and be like, oh yeah, okay, you want a gram? Here you go. So uh, after that, you know, he might even slip some meth. Into the kids. Uh, And, 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 you know, that might be a good thing. That might be a good thing. Do we know the effects on meth on toddlers? I I don't know. We haven't done a story on it, but, you know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe they'll get super jacked up and learn their ABCs faster. Who knows?
0: Okay. We can learn the effects of meth on toddlers. All right. Host Max, 30-second rebuttal starting. Now. Like I said,
2: he's a fucking mafia boss. He would keep these kids in line. He'd pay people off, and anyone fucked with them, uh, they'd all be wearing suits, Armani for sure. And um, <laughs> toddlers are basically criminals. Fuck the meth bar. <laughs> 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 one dollar, Bob. And then, um, <laughs> and basically in that place, no one would times. cry. He, uh, he would do favors for them, and probably raise them up in the life, and they'd all be little little gangsters themselves. And that's what you want them to be, little soldiers. Not meth heads.
0: Fuck meth. (laughs) Bro, What's meth. (laughs) Would you rather do crime or do meth? Do crime. Time's up.
1: Okay, Hoshan. 30 seconds now. Dude, a meth dealer would keep these kids in line too. (laughs) He's probably way more hard than the mob Mm -hmm. boss. You know what I mean? Again, the mob boss is up in a cushy seat. He's not dealing with like real-world problems. He's dealing with rich people problems. Like, which which caviar do I want tonight? Ugh. While the rest of his foot soldiers <laughs> take care of the difficult shit. He's been out of the game for far too long. The meth dealer is on the streets. He knows the streets. He's all about the streets. He can tell these kids to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. he's, he's probably got a gun to keep these guys in line. I don't know, but, you know, so does the mob. He's got a gun. Time's up. <laughs> you, just, oh, gonna, you just... All right, that was fun. <laughs> so let's
0: get Street. to the points here. <laughs> So uh, Beck started with a really strong point saying that a kindergarten teacher is basically a gang leader, <laughs> um, which yes. was a very strong start. Um, I- instead of leading gangs, he would lead the toddlers to nappies and get them home on time. <laughs> I-, I liked that. Um, over to the meth dealer here. You said he knows the streets. You kind of one-upped his argument by saying toddlers are bas- basically meth heads because that just rings true. Um, they're staggering weirdos, and he's used to being around uh, weirdos like that and he can decipher mumbles i like that <laughs> uh back over to max here he said you'd keep them in line they'd all be wearing armani suits he'd do favors for them and you want them to grow up to be gangsters too <laughs> <laughs> and uh back to hoshan here uh you just said he's more he's more in tune with dealing with real world problems he has to grind he can tell the kids to shut the fuck up and he has a gun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think any of those are really like good
0: ones <laughs> Swing it for the fences. I have a gun. Oh, okay, this is a tough one, but the toddlers basically being like meth heads is what won oh this argument. <laughs> oh my god! That is actually I like that line. I even stole it too. That's like toddlers are basically criminals. <laughs> your
2: reaction, you're like, oh, I, I thought that was a good line. Like, ah.
1: Thank you. Good thank game, you. guys. Good game. I, I am proud to have one one in the last 10 episodes it's nice how long has it been it's been a while i will say that um oh okay here check this out so last week uh max you brought up a story about um scientists nuking asteroids that are coming towards earth to destroy them i did right that was last week i did yeah (laughs) pardon me um i have a new story here that i just randomly found that was about a different way to destroy asteroids. Okay. Ah, um It's a method being researched by the University of California, Santa Barbara. And Barbara. these guys want to deploy a series of mines in front of incoming asteroids. Ooh. Right? So what these mines would do is they'd be, um, what do they call them? They called them Space penetrating oh. rods. Okay. And the idea is to break up the asteroid into lots of tiny pieces with a series of smaller explosions instead of one giant one. Mm-hmm. This way, they can ensure the maximum number of casualties on Earth without destroying the surface entirely. Oh, that's nice! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's all I could think of, too. And they're like, we're going to crack it up into smaller pieces. I'm like, and. Cluster, C- bomb, covering baby. <laughs> cluster bomb. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, how. It. How small are these pieces? And they say they'd be relatively the size of a house. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrifying. Well, that lady
2: survived the, the fist size one. <laughs> yeah. House isn't that much bigger.
1: Right. <laughs> it could have it landed uh, just a little bit to the left. and Would you rather have a fist hole on you or a house? On you <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah so these penetrating rods would be about a foot long and they'd be full of dynamite or some other explosive. Uh-huh. And uh given the force of the asteroid traveling at the penetrating rods and then the penetrating rods moving toward it, uh they would get decently they would get they would penetrate, you know, a decent amount and then explode from within in tiny intervals. Do they drill or something these penetrating rods i don't think so i don't think they would drill um all we maybe just the
2: maybe just the force of running into the thing just kind of drive them in maybe they're pokey maybe they're javelins
1: i would assume they would have some sort of uh hard point point at the end yeah smart yeah exactly exactly so um the researchers calculated that if they cause a one meter per second internal disruption to the asteroid, whatever the fuck that means. Essentially they could reduce a fifty meter asteroid, one hundred and sixty four feet, uh wide asteroid, such as the one that caused the Tunganuska event. Okay. So we're familiar with that. That was a big asteroid that detonated over a forest in Russia uh like in the early nineteen hundreds, I think.
2: Yeah, like basically like leveled all these trees and shit, right? It was like and they assume it was a they comet assume, or something. Yeah. Could have
1: been a UFO attack, you never know. True that. But they assume it was an asteroid that detonated in low Earth atmosphere. Atmosphere, yeah. Before it hit the ground, it just leveled this place. So if they can take out, if they can do what they plan with something that size, uh, it would be safe to assume that they can neutralize the threat within five hours of impact. Oh wow! Wow, that right? was
2: my thing was talking about. We need to know like six months or like two months ahead of time at most, and how what the size of it and stuff. That's early. That's cool.
1: But uh, part of that is they want to deploy these things around the planet and leave them there until a threat is detected. It's not like we detect the threat Fuck and then that. we send Shit. them up. Uh, yeah.
2: That is a Bond movie. Just set it up like,
1: beauty, <laughs> where b- use the space travelins? Well, that was the <laughs> plot of G.I. Joe 2. Oh, God. So, of course, no one fact, knows it. Are yeah, you serious? Sure.
2: Are there, like, <laughs> asteroid
1: breaking up crap? No, no, no. There's a... Uh, Shut up. There's a s- <laughs> <laughs> no, what? I mean, what? <laughs> there's a satellite in space that has uh, rods in it that... Um, I've- you know, Cobra wants to, uh, right. launch at, uh, earth. yeah, at earth, at cities and whatnot. And the, the weight of the rod and the force at which it's going to impact is more efficient than a nuclear weapon. Yeah. And, uh, doesn't leave any nuclear residue or fallout or any of that. So, uh, technically this is a viable weapon and it has been thought of previously. No, I've G. actually, Joe.
2: I've, I feel like I've seen it some sci-fi show too. Or Absolutely.
1: Something, yeah. 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 So, uh, it's not far fetched, like you're saying, that it, it once we launch this this asteroid defense system into space, that a yeah. Bond movie would be made about
2: it. Oh my god, hundred percent. Yeah, and they'll just point it back at the Earth or some some insert every Bond movie is like insert country you've never heard of. Uh, there's the <laughs> villain who's the king of it for some reason, and he, somehow he has enough money to buy the launch codes to this you know the nuclear traveling system, and then he's gonna do other country you have heard of unless
1: I guess he gets money. Even I never get him. Uh, most of them are for financial gain, and they're not necessarily holding anyone ransom. It's just by doing this. like It's like Lex Luthor. By, by creating a uh, earthquake in California, I'm buying up a bunch of land in Nevada, and it's going to become uh, beachfront property all of a it's sudden. It's like
2: stock market shit, but like weird. I want to control the market by blowing up half the continent. Yeah, exactly. Just... exactly.
1: At least those are the good Bond movies. God damn it, Bond. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, I think that that's a that's a cool semi valuable method. Cool. Yeah, I don't know because again, like they're talking about how the the big asteroid would be apocalyptic.
2: You know, we don't yeah, want that. Do not want that.
1: But we can break it up ahead of time, and it would still be pretty goddamn damaging. But hey, at least the human race would survive. Yeah,
2: some would. You know, win the lottery.
1: Yeah, so you know, I think it's worth merit to uh, study it and figure that out and. Make sure Cobra doesn't get a hold of it. I think we should nuke the moon. Nuke the moon?
2: Yeah. Maybe if we just nuke the crap out of it, it'll create like a a nice barrier around the earth. Kind of like, you know, like Saturn's rings.
1: No. you've You've seen the time machine. That's no good. You can't nuke the moon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's right. Well, it has like, it's like a permanent crescent.
1: Yeah, and then there's like moon showers and shit. Oh, right, that's Cowboy Bebop too. There's moon <laughs> showers. Cowboy <laughs> Bebop has moon showers, but moon essentially, showers. in the time machine, uh, the moon explodes Is- thanks to human intervention. I don't remember if it was a colony or they did yeah, it or remember whatever. Right now, yeah. But um, everybody on the planet was fucked. Like you know, it's just mass chaos, and he traveled to this time. I everyone mean, was fucked.
2: I remember he went to the future more. Oh, yeah, he, went, he went, went right where it blew up, and then he went in the future more, and it's like a jungle society, and like it's all nice.
1: Yeah, people live underground, and nice then people thing. live on the top. Because of the moon shower? Because of the moon shower. Uh,
2: of the moon rock. Anyway, moon rocks? <laughs> <laughs> um, This might have to be the asteroid meteorite episode. I have another topic about a meteorite, too. Oh, really? So, yeah, for sure, man. So I can't pronounce this country, but uh, I'm going to try. <laughs> sure, that's, this, that's this Uh, show. So this... In the Sinar district of the Diyarbakir. Bakir.
1: Please make a note of that for uh, clipping later. There you go. <laughs> Thank
2: you very much. Um, uh, basically, a meteorite was found in a sack of coal that a citizen bought to like burn during the winter months. So, so this guy bought a bunch of coal to like burn when he was cold, and he found a meteorite
1: in there. So he found a strange rock that did not look like coal. And either he set it aside or he put it in the fire and it just lasted.
2: Well, you're not far off on all that stuff, basically. Yeah. So his name was or Hermes.
0: <laughs>
2: and and, and, and um, like I said, he did not throw the suspicious stone out. Oh, he, he didn't put it in the sack either. He was like, it came from the coal people. So he was like, I didn't put it in there. And so he called the company um, and complained about the rock, actually, in there. And um, as he did that, someone came over and. Like somehow it was like a magnet test and they suspected it could be a meteorite. So he broke off a piece and sent it to be tested.
1: Smart. Don't give him the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Like that lady before. Like, yep. could have
2: just like, cheek, 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 here you go. Just see if it's a symbiote or something. <laughs> you know? No, it's just a rock. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah. So Armise, his name was, I'm, I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. anyway. Anyway, um, he learned in his research that it was a meteorite and then he withdrew the complaint from the, from the coal people and then he's looking for a buyer now and he said, now he's noting it's $45 a gram.
1: $45 a gram for a meteorite for meteorite that's the price of the street dog you, I, want, you want some grams you want some M? You want some M, dog I got you some M. that's got to be some sort of average because I mean meteorites come in all different consistencies so what is a gram of one meteorite look like I get you like the
2: meteorite for 30 bucks bro <laughs> <laughs> get you 30 bucks Some
1: of, meteor dust such good meteor right bro <laughs> so good who is it? Krusty the Crab was freebasing moon rocks. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> that just gets him to normal. Just like,
2: <laughs> not Krusty the Crab, Krusty the Cloud. Krusty the Cloud. I, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, Krusty, Krusty the, the, the Crab. <laughs> um, I mean, so yeah, I mean, obviously this meteorite's like a million years old or something. Like that's pretty much what they're every, at first I was like, oh, it's a million years old. I'm like, every rock's old. Fuck that. So, yeah, but, yeah. so who cares? But yeah, I just thought the $45 a gram is so crazy. And um, he has a good amount of it, uh, Fifty kilogram. Well, no, not so much uh, coal he yet. <laughs> Never mind.
0: So I'm not sure. Less than he has, co- he has kilograms. eight kilograms.
2: How much? So I don't know how many oh. grams are in eight oh. kilograms. How many grams are in eight kilograms? And then if you time that by forty-five,
0: isn't kilo a hundred or is it a thousand grams? Eight thousand grams. Yeah. Eight, times eight how much? Forty-five dollars. Eight thousand times forty-five dollars is three hundred sixty thousand dollars. What? Wow. I wanna find a meteorite.
1: I mean you've gotta you've gotta piece that out, right? You don't wanna unload that because then you'll probably get like a they'll want a discount for buying in bulk. You know, so you I really would gotta... do the
2: discount in bulk, by the way. <laughs> you well, that's the best point. piece it out.
1: <laughs> oh, here, let me just... Uh,
0: one slowly over my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm only selling grams, man. Almost yeah, grams. dude, I'd sell
2: that for 200 grand. How about that? There you go. I don't
1: care. Uh, ah, you. And then you piece it out over your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I want to piece it out over my whole life. It's just going to pay my rent. Like, this is the who's thing gonna, I do who's gonna... <laughs> this week to pay my rent. That's though. the one sucker buying
2: it for 200,000. You got to get that on, like... Uh, you're going to get all these people like, Please, sir, can I have another gram of
0: meteorite?
2: Yes. Like, these... I don't know. You live in England for some reason. <laughs> the orphans.
0: Please, I love these meteorite crabs. I need more.
1: I'm definitely one of those people that would take uh, the whole lottery lump sum up front. Yeah. You kind of have to. I Well, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, I think I can make better use of the money now. Correct. Yeah.
2: Just having enough. Yeah, you can sit there and. Invested or buy something or whatever, versus eking it out. You get, yeah, even though it's more,
1: you get a you get a generous sum every yeah. month. I'm sure they have uh, payment plans or what. But if you
2: there. have like a large lump sum, you actually do some. The power moves or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Then I'd be going up with Bezos and ignoring for Shatner. sure the Bezosos Express. <laughs> As we all know Shatner was on the Bezosos Express.
2: So speaking of uh... Bezosos, snubbed him. I'm laughing about
1: that. <laughs> I want
2: to see that video. I want to see that. Like,
1: you got to no. look it up. It did, uh, you can tell he's just tuning out, and Shatner is fucking droning like on. And like I get it, but like well, still, I remember, like, when you're I was gonna have on Star
2: Trek, out. like oh shit, I'm all <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh speaking of space a strange new radio signal has been detected near the center of our galaxy i've
2: seen that written all over this place right
1: did you look into it at all
2: um not really be- well no but i want to i mean not really but obviously okay. but like i i don't want to like poo on it but i feel like that happens all the time and it's just it's just something happening i mean when we first you know when we first started this podcast like a bajillion years ago we'd read that and be like it's aliens and blah, 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 but like it's obviously never aliens. It's always like, this is because of a pulsar going on its left axis this time, and blah, blah, blah. But
1: Well, see, and I have written here, obviously, people asked if it was aliens, and obviously, the lizard Illuminati is keeping it covered up, so forcing scientists to say no. Well, yeah, don't, don't get us canceled, bro. We have to edit that out. That's true. <laughs> not safe for YouTube. Uh, so for you, the signal seems to turn off and on randomly. So that's one attribute that is somewhat strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, with these things, they can kind of detect a, a pattern to it, some sort of yeah pattern, and <laughs> <laughs> some sort a good of word for that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
0: some sort of rhythm. What's another word for
2: a pattern? Go um, sequence. Shit. Oh, puzzle rhythm. That works. Okay, That's harder than I thought. Okay. Uh,
1: so they the it was first discovered by the square kilometer array built in South Africa and Australia, or as the article calls it, and I'm gonna start referring to it as the ska array. <laughs> oh the what? I didn't hear you so I wanna make sure we
2: blow everyone's eardrums at home out. Ska
1: Telescope. <laughs> They likened uh, the phenomenon to a pulsar, which if you're not familiar with what a pulsar is out in space, it's an object of mass that shoots material and radio waves out of its north and south pole. So it's just this thing that's just shooting out crap.
2: And it shoots it out in a predictable way.
0: Correct. Another way to say pattern. Ooh. <laughs> that's what I was sitting there the whole time. <laughs> oh,
1: Judge? It checks out. Thank you. <laughs>
2: if you think of more, anymore. <laughs>
1: um, now, this thing is different than a pulsar because it only shoots stuff out in one direction. Okay. Which is a phenomenon we have not yet seen. Mm-hmm. But uh, we kind of have. So there's other things that only shoot out in one direction. So it's not quite a pulsar and it's not quite these other things. And there's a band. Oh, One called Direction. One Direction, yeah. They, sh- <laughs> <laughs> they shoot out in one direction. Very true. Um, <laughs> so something that sets us apart from these other things and why it's a new classification of thing
2: of, of, of noises S- on the on the meter or yeah, whatever
1: of stellar <laughs> phenomena. we heard a new beep exactly no I, yeah no you're right in that uh, there all are, there are a billion of these stories that come out
2: for sure it's always, we detected something at the just I guess us detecting something is always like oh big news and it's always like ah, something uh, yeah <laughs> Something's touching. Let me see a live wire somewhere in that galaxy. (laughs) Uh,
1: What sets it apart also is that it varies in brightness randomly. So it could be, let's say, on a scale of one to a hundred, it could be on at one, or it could be on at a hundred, or anywhere in between randomly. So there's a lot of random crap happening with this particular phenomenon
2: there's a way if you could if you mapped all the mapping
1: random event pattern okay i can't think of it (laughs) 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 sorry so yeah that's about it that's about all i have on that one but uh Um, i mean
2: i know it says from the center too i mean obviously i wish maybe it's like aliens man maybe it is it's like you have to analyze all the tappings, the tippity taps we saw that on that Carl Sagan thing. I made you watch that YouTube thing.
1: What was that? Remind me. It
2: was a, maybe I meant to make you watch it. It was <laughs> about like um, if you received a signal and like how you communicate with another, you know, civilization, and how you communicate with a yes or no language of just like on or off, like a two a two word language, basically, and how yes. and how you can communicate that way with like different varies variances and stuff. How you can
1: even transmit pictures and shit. Okay. It, it, it always makes me think you know prison versus science love it mm-hmm. you gotta get creative the galaxy's a prison that's space shit <laughs> prison shit all right well i got a uh, a stupid story here that i think is tons of fun so a couple in england were moving out of their house and decided to auction off some of their stuff
2: they don't have a garage sale
1: that's what i was thinking too
2: they have an auction
1: right <laughs> like I guess it makes it seem like, oh, there's
2: more buzz at an auction. Like, oh, an auction. Maybe I'll get those old sneakers or something.
1: Well immediately I had a dislike. I was like, What well, you guys are you guys are too good for Craigslist? What's going on here?
2: Yeah. I'm not rich enough to have an auction pal.
1: <laughs> Fucking your
2: ivory and freaking things you're gonna sell, huh? Your chandeliers. What the hell out with the auctions.
1: So Suckaway they auction, <laughs> <excited>. <laughs> <laughs> they contacted an auction house to sell off the stuff, and the stuff included a pair of replica Sphinx statues from you the 1800s. Were, I'm, sorry, I'm
2: sorry, but you said they were having an auction. <laughs> now they're sending their stuff to an auction. That's now I feel bad. We're talking shit on them. You would said,
1: you <laughs> would you send your stuff to an auction or sell it on? EBay? I would
2: say, I, 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 or you said they were having an auction, so that means I'm thinking like they're they're on their lawn having an auction. If you just send it to an auction house. Although that still means they're snooty and have all the money.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I would respect them a hell of a lot more if they're just like on their lawn with a podium. <laughs> That's what I thought. With like auction sale signs all over the neighborhood. I was just
2: thinking that. Like <laughs> they should sit their garage was like auction sale this way. Like what? And then just leaves people like, Harry, they got some socks. Who wants these socks? you want these socks? I was like, no. Oh, no. You'd have to have a big ticket item there that everyone's sitting there like waiting for. And the, then you can sell off the small stuff. The big screen? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, it's coming up.
1: I, you know what? That's if I work. was cruising along one Saturday morning and I saw that, I I don't usually stop for garage sales. But if An I could recognize
2: what the setup was. How would you word that? Garage auction sale? A garage auction sale? Gar-auction <laughs> sale.
1: A yard auction
2: sale. Ooh, I like using the yard in there. A yard auction. A yard auction. Ooh. There you go. All right.
1: Boom. Yard auction. Patent. Arrow that way. Patent. <laughs> printed. Stupid. Got it. More so the auction house put these uh, Sphinx statues up, and apparently they're from the 1800s, and they expected them to fetch around $500 because uh, the couple who bought them bought them 15 years ago at mm-hmm. an auction for a couple hundred dollars. Okay. And uh, they were told that they were made in the 1800s and their replicas and this and that. Well... dun dun Treasure. Uh, treasure. <laughs> no, I smell treasure. <laughs> <laughs> a rumor... Started circulating around this particular item, and whether or not it was actually from ancient Egypt. Wow!
2: How, so they thought it was from the eighteen hundreds, and now they think it could be from ancient Egypt.
1: Y- yeah, but just people—people people that are viewing the items to buy. Just not started a rumor, so yeah. we don't, okay. <laughs> so the auction house didn't authenticate this; they just took them at their words. Like, okay, these shitty statues that have been sitting in your garden for fifteen years. Uh, Our shitty statues that are, were sitting ex- in your exactly, garden. Exactly. And so they put them up and listed the price. And eventually, they sold for $265,510. Oh, oh wow. Unverified. Unverified. So let me ask you here, so folks. Some... Do you think they, they were real, real or they were fake? Fake. Fake. Were they actually from ancient Egypt? Fake. You're both I, wrong. Oh. <laughs>
2: is what I was going to say uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. until he said it. So I was going to say real. So whatever. So but they not. were real.
1: They were real. An art gallery bought them and appraised them. And they were indeed from ancient Egypt. Probably worth
2: like wow. $50 million or something, right? And some guy had the eye probably it was like, oh, dude, I'm buying that no matter what the price is. Because it's probably worth a bajillion more.
1: Right? You're probably right. It was probably like an American Pickers moment where, like, I've yeah. been waiting for this for this book exactly. sign. No to come one on realizes the market. from ancient fucking It's Egypt. only
0: worth $200,000. I'll give you that right now for it. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Exactly. right now, cash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know there's like a. Mm, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, uh, archaeologists and whatnot are now working on the items to figure out where they're from and dynasties and times and all of that. Did it say where this was again? Um, the auction? This was uh, England. Nice. Well,
2: okay. Well, so um I think it's time to wrap now. So let's start a beat, dude. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> 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 <Barbecue>. <laughs> James, ah. James Bond. James ah. Bond. James Bond.
2: James, ah. Ah. James Bond. James We need a rapper. Fuck. <laughs> All
0: right, bye, folks. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> hey thanks for joining us on better than most things keep in mind that we are enthusiasts not experts if you want to know more about the topics we discussed we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything submit your questions or interesting topics to our discord for all the latest updates subscribe to our twitter and instagram both at btmt underscore podcast and please rate and subscribe on your podcast app